You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you're a 415er, you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another special edition of the 415ers podcast. Mark Grandy is out today. Evan Giddings with you. Mark enjoying a little bit of vacay. And just back from vacation, it appears, a very special guest in the 415ers, none other than Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL Insider, host of the Ross Tucker podcast. Ross, appreciate you so much for hopping on with us. How are you doing? Yeah, of course, Evan. My pleasure. Good to see you. Good to talk with you. Well, straight back from the Galapagos. Welcome back to the to the states. Uh, right back into the football chatter, the gridiron, and uh, appreciate you hopping on to talk about the 49ers because it seems like everything this off season, and I've seen you guys have discussed it on your podcast as well, sort of revolves uh, around the quarterbacks. But before we get to that, the news this week was uh, Debo Samuel going on a national radio show with Zach Gelb on CBS, uh, or I should say, hanging up on Zach Elb on CBS radio. And, and I'm just curious as, as a former player, someone who has had to do these kind of off season hits, who has been involved with obviously plenty of, of media in your day. Um, when you heard it or saw it, especially the, the headlines that have been floated out there, did you feel like that was sort of fair or foul the way that uh, Debo Samuel handled, let's say the, the tail end of that interview? You know, it's funny, Evan, because I, I've seen all the headlines and all the stories. I didn't actually listen to the interview to hear how he handled it. Um, you know, just based on the headlines and a couple of the stories I read, obviously, I don't think he handled it the way that you should handle it. I mean, I think the best way to handle it in those situations is to just probably give short answers maybe even say, listen, man, I'm over that. We're moving on. Um, you know, when you're live on the air, to hang up is uh, is less than ideal. Plus, I think he's got to realize that, that's, that people are going to ask him about that game. I mean, people are going to ask him about the Eagles, right? I mean, that, you know, they're still probably considered the two best teams in the NFC. They're going to play against each other again this regular season. Wouldn't be surprised to play against each other again in the postseason. And – you know, that appears to be the team that the 49ers need to beat to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I do want to, to bridge off of that in just a second. But have you ever been involved or been on either side? Because obviously you are now the ones conducting interviews uh, with players. You've been a player yourself. Have you ever been involved in, I guess, an uncomfortable interview situation where you felt like you, you wanted to get out or you knew it wasn't going well? And how did you handle that? Yeah, I think I probably... Um... I think I probably have been on that on both ends. You know, nothing's popping in my head right away, but I can just remember certain situations that, you know, were clearly awkward. Um, when I'm the person asking the questions, I don't really like to make the person I'm interviewing uncomfortable, right, or awkward. So if I can sense that they don't want to talk about it, or that it's awkward or uncomfortable, I probably would move on, right? Like, I, I want to get the most out of the interview. And, 
you're not going to get much out of it if it's something that they're clearly uncomfortable with or that creates an awkward situation. So I probably would move on asking something else, something else where I think you're going to get an interesting answer from him. Um, as a player, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I feel like I've always been pretty good at answering those questions, sort of uh, politically, if you will, the way the team would want you to, to answer them, even if you don't really feel like diving into it yourself. You just kind of understand that those questions are going to be part of it. And you just have to – a lot of times you kind of know that those questions are probably going to come, Evan. So you kind of already have your stock answer in your head ready to go. <laughs> I got you. And well, so you just mentioned the the 49ers and the Eagles. And it, during the interview, Debo Samuel, I think, even said, hey, like we'll, we'll see week 13, okay? We'll, we'll figure things out on the gridiron. We'll figure it out on the field. The way that you kind of break down the NFC, is it Philadelphia, San Francisco, and the field? At least entering training camp coming up on July 25th. That's at least when the 49ers report to camp. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would say probably – um, because they're the teams that the last couple of years have been pretty um, consistent. Obviously, the Eagles improving tremendously last year. And you look at the other teams, it kind of feels like Minnesota is taking a little bit of a step back. No more Zedarius Smith, no more Dalvin Cook. You know, I don't know that the Giants are going to get there. I do think the Dallas Cowboys will still be right there in the mix, but – Man, it's been so long since they even made it to a conference championship game. They're absolutely a contender, but to me, I think you still have to slot them in third after San Francisco, after Philadelphia. The teams I think could surprise people are really Seattle and Detroit. You know, I think both those teams made big jumps last year and have the potential to make big jumps again this year. If they do, you know, they could be a surprise teams to go to the Super Bowl. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it's it's a two-horse race at this point, but Dallas has a very formidable roster as well as uh, those up-and-coming teams that you just mentioned, a lot of which have to do with who's under the center for them. And right now, the 49ers are kind of sure, have an idea of who they would like to be under center, but Brock Purdy is still clearing some some health hurdles that he has to in order to get ready for week one. But a couple of weeks ago, I saw you had Greg Cosell on the Ross Tucker podcast, and you guys were discussing the quarterback situation in San Francisco. And, and I thought Greg made an astute point about how the way that Trey Lance is perceived is not necessarily a souring, but the way that he's perceived is a work in progress, which is fair. And this roster like you just talked about being a top two in the conference is absolutely not a work in progress roster. Is that the way that you see it? And if so, what is the value to Trey Lance for the 49ers this season? It's a good question. Um, and I think, I think they've soured on him a little bit. And do I think that he's a work in progress? Maybe, but, He's been there a decent amount of time now. I know the injuries, and I know they felt like they needed to develop him and all that stuff, and they don't want to go through those growing pains with him now or the develop with him, development with him now. I get that. But, Evan, to pay the money they did for Sam Darnold, like decent money, to go out and get Sam Darnold, and maybe you could say that that's just because there are injury concerns for both Purdy and Lance, which I get, but 
even if you feel like Trey Lance needs some development, they made the decision a year ago to go with Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. And now this year, he's not good enough to even be the backup? I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that they haven't soured on him a little bit if he's not even good enough to be the backup because it's pretty clear from anyone you talk to that they like Sam Darnold more than Trey Lance, which I would th- I think is pretty alarming if you're a Niners fan. 